Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Lena Palmer is the founder of Citrus Connect, a business that helps companies grow by connecting them with the perfect sales candidates. Lena's advice is don't stop networking in a season of plenty because you need to build up your resources for those seasons of famine. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast, Lena. You are so welcome. That's a pleasure to be invited. Now, you're the founder of Citrus Connect, which we'll talk about in a moment. But what's your background? I believe you used to work in a very different field. Absolutely, yes. So I started my career actually in the fashion industry, mm. uh, working for working within fast fashion. But I was then introduced um, to sustainable and ethical fashion, which I've fallen in love with. Mm. Um, but I had to leave my job in fashion um, due to personal circumstances and found myself in a situation where I was in the depths of despair, not knowing what to do. Unfortunately for me, I did find a gap in in the recruitment marketplace for recruitment of self-employed direct sales personnel and from that built a company that I have today. Right so how long did you work in the fashion industry for? Oh gosh I got my first job in the fashion industry when it was my first job ever Saturday Mm. girl working at Topshop. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I've always (laughs) do you know it's been my first love you know fashion has always been I was the the girl dressing the Barbie (laughs) and it was something I've always wanted to do I wanted to be a fashion designer when I was a little child but because I was academic believe it or not my teacher's navigated me more down the academic route rather than the creative route Mm. which in hindsight I don't know if that was right or wrong Mm. but um, fashion has always been a big big passion of mine and still is. So did you find it hard to leave that industry behind? Uh, Incredibly hard yes Um, but I've always been driven I've been taught from a really young age that you create you can create something from nothing. Mm. So for me, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and it's something that stuck with me. My dad was an entrepreneur, my grandfathers, both of them, both on my maternal and paternal side, were both both entrepreneurs. So whether it's in the genes or not, Mm -hmm. but I always wanted to have my own business and I was in a fortunate position to find a gap in the marketplace, act upon it and have a really great launch client for me to really perfect my craft to be able to now serve hundreds of clients. Yeah, so tell me about your first client then. Who was that? It was actually the Automobile Association who were my launch clients. Mm. Fantastic company to work with. Um, but with it was more about creating a relationship with the sales director to understand what his business objective was, what were your goals, what what were your needs, and how can I help you get there? Because in sales, you can't achieve your sales revenue if you don't have the headcount to get you there. Mm. So I worked really, really closely with that sales director, built an amazing relationship with him, and together we perfected a recruitment process that was simple, easy, and efficient for us to achieve all of his business objectives. And so did you have any experience in recruitment before? How did you know what to do? I didn't, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that really quietly because 
I some you know when you you enter something I didn't have any recruitment experience all I had a passion for was um helping my clients succeed mm. knowing what they needed and then creating a, a process to get them there and you know it's interesting being invited onto this podcast that is all about networking but for mm. me networking is 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 about relationship building yeah and and recruitment is just that all you have to do and i'm not saying all you have to do the biggest the main skill you need to have working in recruitment is building relationships and that is something that i've my dad has taught me to do from a really young age then my career has taught to me to do that and i now understand that relationship building is really the foundation of of every type of success you want mm. whether it's financial success business success relationship success your children to be successful uh, for me it's all about relationship building and so with recruitment experience or without recruitment experience I knew that relationship building was going to be the foundation, the key to my success. And that is what I focused on. Mm. Do you think that, you know, coming from a background totally different to recruitment and not having any experience in it made you kind of more innovative because you didn't know what was expected of you? I would say so. I think that's where creativity is birthed. Mm. Absolutely. And, so, and it makes you think outside, sorry, it makes you think outside of the box yeah. as well. Uh, you know, so yeah, 100%. Yeah. So after your, your first great success with, with, with the AA, how quickly did things build from there? I mean, I, did, I wasn't here to build rapid growth. For me, I wanted to do it in a really sustainable way. So, you know, once I knew how to build an elite sales force for the AA, I then went out there and found clients who wanted to do exactly the same and slowly but surely built a pipeline and, and a client base of, of clients that wanted to work with us based on what we were doing differently, innovatively, but also where we were specialising in that kind of self-employed direct sales field where at that point, not many recruitment agencies were doing that. So one of the other big reasons I set up my agency is because I found a niche mm. that not many people were serving. And I guess that helped me create a, a the business that I have today, where not only do we recruit for self-employed direct sales professionals, but also um, we recruit for all types of sales roles now, whether that be telesales or field sales. But ultimately, sales is relationship building and networking too. Mm -hmm. And so how many people do you have in your team now? Uh, so we have four full-time consultants, uh, myself, and then we have Robin, who is our social media uh, content expert um, and an absolute superstar to work with. <laughs> and so who are your clients? Are they from sort of particular industries or do you find yourself working with people from all sorts of different um, backgrounds? Yeah, we we work in all different industries. You don't have to work in a particular industry. As long as you are coming to us to build your sales force, then that is something that we can support you with. But that in alignment with your business objectives. And so what do you do for your clients? How do you help them? We help them build their sales force. So um, as I said before, you know, it's really about understanding what headcount do you need to achieve your budget or your sales targets? And then going a little bit deeper, okay, so now that we've got an idea of this is your headcount, then 
we start understanding what kind of candidates are successful, why are they successful, and we build a candidate profile from that. Mm. And then once we've built a candidate profile, we can then look at short term, medium term and long term business planning with all of our clients and then emergency planning as well, because we all know in business, nothing goes as we plan it. Mm -hmm. So there's always that contingency and we're always here to help our, our clients with their contingency plans or emergency plans if things don't work out either. And so what difference would you say that your service makes to your clients? Without us, they would not have the salespeople they require in order for them to achieve what they want to achieve as a business. And are there any sort of particular um, businesses that you would like to work with that you don't currently? We would like to work with any businesses who fit our value system, really. Um, anybody who wants to build an elite sales force, you know, please get in touch and we can absolutely help you do that. So let's have a chat about the networking now then. How do you use networking in your business? You know, for me, the the biggest mistake I see in networking is when people stop. Mm. And normally that is that happens normally in a season of plenty. Mm-hmm. You know, we get comfortable and we stop networking. But we all also know simultaneously that nothing lasts forever. So we really have to understand as, as human beings that in a season of plenty, we should absolutely be preparing for a season of famine. Mm. And the way to do that is to continue networking. So for me, you know, as a, as a business owner, you know, the online platforms have really taken a life of their own, mm-hmm. as we all know. Um, so I always make sure that we are exposing our value system, our business, our services, but also my personal value system online consistently on a regular basis. You know, it's really about exposing your business. And for me, that is a form of networking. And once you've exposed your businesses, then getting people involved within that exposure and then upgrading them to then, you know, sign on the dotted line and and work with you. Mm -hmm. So for me, networking has always been cold calling if I need to it's been the online presence but I tell you the most effective way of networking for me is creating your own list of resources mm-hmm. yeah that's where I had to start you know when I first started this business it, you know online was there but it wasn't really something that people well I did certainly didn't know how to use it effectively no, no. so I started with a list of resources and and that list is a, a list of everybody I've ever come into contact with whether that be personal or professional and it took a while but it's you know if anybody's listening I would absolutely recommend you doing it it will take time hours if not days or months but each name will branch out into a new name. You know, it could be people that you've worked for, friends, mm. families, acquaintances. And then you, you, you know, you just have that list as your little black book and mm. you just never know what's going to come from that. Yeah, absolutely. So what was networking something that you used to do before in the fashion industry or is it something that you've come to since you've been a business owner? Since I've been a business owner, majority of the time, I would say for sure. Um you know, in this in this competitive market, it is all about 
ref- be getting referred you know the mm-hmm. best place you can get to is when you are the most referred person in your industry um, and to achieve this you have to just be good at building relationships and relationships come from networking so it's a you know it's a circle that just goes round and round about networking relationships networking relationships but be that person where you are the most referred person in your industry that should be the objective of everyone and that comes from networking. And so how much networking do you do now in terms of you know, going to networking meetings and what kind of meetings do you go to? So meetings less so, if I'm really honest with you. A lot of my networking seems to happen quite naturally with people just getting referred to me. A lot of it I will do online. There's a lot of online networking um, meetings that happen. In in person networking, we, I probably go to I don't know one every one or two every quarter. Mm-hmm. But other than that, a lot of most of my networking is people now that once you get established and you build roots in your business you will find that your network will start referring business to you Mm. and then then you develop a network from that particular connection um so mine just happens very organically now and it's never about you know I think there's a big misconception about networking especially if you think about the old style networking meetings where people go in and and just promote their own business Mm. for me I I flip it you know Mm -hmm. it's never about my business it never ever is it's about your business and how can I help you support you or even sometimes guide you and my network now is is just very much organically built Mm. um, and is always growing every single day just because I build built roots in what I'm doing and I always say this you know anybody comes to me about being an entrepreneur or you know business advice it's easy to go for the new shiny thing but don't do it Mm. build roots in where you are because if you start doing that then people will see that you're still there and that consistency and that ability to remain where you are stick to your word will enable people to refer people to you because now they trust you so stick to what you're doing build roots don't go for the next shiny new thing because you'll have to do that all over again. Mm, mm. What do you think your business would look like now if you hadn't consciously built that network? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a really difficult question to answer, but a really good one. What would it look like? I think if I didn't continually build my network, then if we go back to what I said about a season of uh, uh, plenty and then a season of famine, you would find yourself in a position where you would not have a foundation of network to pick at when you're in that season of famine. Mm. But but I also understand that in that season of plenty, I need to continually build relationships because I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know. So if, if there are business owners listening who haven't tried networking or building any kind of network yet, what what advice would you give them? Just start. Start today. Um, you know, we live in a world now where you can expose your business all the time you know we have to understand that the marketplace continues to evolve 
but some tactics and skills are absolutely timeless and they are the same today as they were 20 years ago because ultimately we can see through history that human nature to connect and build relationships doesn't change the only thing that has changed is the media and the Mm -hmm. methods so it's not necessarily about technology it's about creating relationships but in today's world, because the majority of those relationships can be online professionally, we have to make sure that we're grooming our online reputation for sure. Like that's like 101. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of networking, I just it's the list of resources for me. It's a no brainer. People have got the ability to 10x their income, 10x their business. And I'm talking to myself when I say this. Mm-hmm just by creating a list of resources and then having the courage to call them. Mm. You know, I, people, I help people find jobs. So coming from not an entrepreneur's perspective now, but coming from a job hunter's perspective, you could land your dream job with your list of resources, I promise you. You don't even need to apply for a job on a job board. You don't even need to go to an agency. If you just build that list of resources, people you've worked for, friends, families, acquaintances, and call that list. Ask them about their job. What do they like about it? What don't they like about it? What are the company's needs at the moment? And do they know somebody that is hiring within that company? Yeah, really great and advice. In this compe- <laughs> yeah, and in this competitive market, the other thing we need to understand is that you need more than skills. You know, there's two mm. dynamics at play here. In fact, and I'm probably doing myself out of a job here by saying (laughs) this, but (laughs) employers would rather work with somebody who comes highly recommended than someone from an employment agency or service or an advertisement. Mm. And the other benefit of doing it through your network is that you can position yourself strategically because you already understand the company culture and possibly what the company needs are and possibly the, the people that work there as well. So you've got two dynamics at play, which are positive, and you can make your, your life a lot easier for yourself just by calling and creating um, a list of resources. Yeah. So, Lena, what plans do you have for the future of Citrus Connect? Where are you going with it next? For me, it's all about just helping as many clients as I possibly can. You know, we really want to impact the um, the recruitment field by changing it to be service driven, to really educate our clients, be a recruitment industry um, expert so we can really give them insights into not just what candidates are available, but what's happening in the marketplace. You know, it's not about just low unemployment and high unemployment, but what are the trends, you know, mm. and that's something that I have built my, you know, my recent network has been built on me having a monthly blog on our website where I communicate what these recent industry insights are because as it as our um you know as we evolve uh, as a country and, and as business evolves we need to know the market trends in order to positively impact our recruitment plans as well so for us it's more about education as well as helping as many clients as possible to build elite sales forces and just finally then, Lena, if people are interested in working with you or finding more, uh, finding out more about Citrus Connect, what's the best place for them to find you? Absolutely. So the best place would be just our website, which is www.citrus-connect.com 
www.thebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesoftheb